following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm even in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put mm. Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Is I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. New York, the Big Apple. Hey, you guys think you got games? You got nothing. Home mother number one world champion, bigger than the baddest police. Ah, you ain't got nothing. You call that a squeegee? You call that a Ever wonder why New Yorkers have such big mouths? Because we eat big pizza, like the big New Yorker from Pizza Hut. 16 inches of real New York pizza dripping with cheese at a very un-New York price. 9.99. What do you think this is? Indiana? The big New Yorker, new from Pizza Hut. It's beautiful. Welcome to the Nostalgia Funhouse. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Johnny Townsend, and he's Andrew Lenz. And real quick, I just wanted to say that this episode is brought to you by uh, Pizza Hut and the New Yorker Pizza. That's right. They're bringing back Andrew the New Yorker Pizza. Do you know why they're probably doing that? Why is that? It's funny because part-time job, part-time job at the good old Domino's there. Domino's oh, yeah. <laughs> has the Brooklyn-style pizza. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like the you got New York over here. This is my New York accent. Oh. New York over here, and then over there you got uh you got the Brooklyn, Brooklyn versus New York. You know, I used to love that. Forget about. I don't know why mine's. I used to love yeah. the New York accent until yeah. I moved to Texas, and people are like, "Where are you from?" And at first, I made the mistake of saying New York, and they're like, "Oh, say walk or water." I'm like, "Walk, water." They're like, "Say coffee." My coffee. Oh, do like, I say those words different? Coffee. Walk. No. Water. No, it's just because of water. I'm walking. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, walking yeah, over yeah. here. So you you hang but out. But you don't with notice so many it. I mean, that's the thing from though. Western New York. Yeah. I think it's like you just know the difference now because yeah. Listen to us complain about New York City. So that's one of my things. Well, I mean, you don't <laughs> notice your own accent really, because I don't even think I have one until other people are like, Yeah, you're very southern, my friend. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. But I don't notice it. Uh, I think I'm the least Southern sounding of all my Southern friends. <laughs> Do I sound as Southern as Trevor does on Richard? I'm, I'm Trevor, thinking Trevor. about that now. Cause that's the only Southern friend yeah. that I, I feel like Trevor sounds way more Southern than me, but I, I may have, I may be uh, his very... wife sounds very Southern. Like I've seen the videos yes. where she's trying to get his son to say things. And she, <laughs> yeah, she sounds very Southern. Like I'm waiting for like, like a pie to be made, not to, <laughs> She's a really great cook and baker. See, so, okay. Yeah. Once again, I don't want to be that guy, but uh, 
Are you? Hey, that's a great stereotype. You ask me if you can make a good pie. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> uh, you know what? I you know what? I think he does. I've done podcasts with him. Just me. And yeah. I think he does sound a tad bit more southern than you. Yes, it's, it's probably very. It's probably much closer than I think. But yeah, y- yeah, uh, it's it's close. But I think there's certain words that he says that are a little bit more more southern than you. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just say y'all a lot. I've always said y'all, but that's, uh, I noticed no matter if you have an accent or not, if you're down South, that's yeah. how people know that I'm not from the South. When I start going with the, you guys <laughs> and, I, and I like a nice, I like pop. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm going to, I'll teach you. I'll teach you, Andrew. Yes. Yeah. That'll be your benefit of my friendship. Would <laughs> I talk to uh, the sir and ma'am? That wasn't too bad of a thing because military, but the other yeah. thing is, uh, I notice when you when a child talks to an adult in New York, if you're very comfortable with that person, you just call them by the first name. Like my mom's the best friend. I just refer to her as Joellen. Yeah. If I lived here at that, t- you know, when I was growing up, I would have called her Miss Joellen. Yes. Notice yeah. that. Those, yeah. are the, those are the differences. That is a thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. But so they're bringing let's back go to, to another guy that has an accent in a way. Well, let's talk about this big New Yorker real quick. This is very uh, important to me. This was my favorite pizza when I was uh, growing up. Uh, my family was very much a let's go to this is back when you can actually eat in inside a pizza hut. Uh, we were very much for that. We would go inside to give you those really, for me, iconic red cups. And uh, they did this called the Big New Yorker Pizza. And I loved this thing. It is. I'm So I'm going to have to get one of these, uh, one of these six extra large slices of the big New Yorker pizza. So make sure you check it out. It's back for the first time in a long time. Thank you for sponsoring us, even though they're, they're not they're not really sponsoring us. I'm going to find a big New Yorker commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not their main topic today. In fact, we're talking about no. something I would say equally as incredible as the big New Yorker pizza. I dare say even bigger. We're going to talk about Mr. Bean. I love Mr. Bean since... First time I talked about this before, like when we talk about Ninja Turtle. I know, I know you're not allowed to talk about Ninja Turtles, but <laughs> <laughs> but from you got to get us review bombed, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Retro Blist if you don't get the joke. Uh, <laughs> there's not many times where you can remember watching something for the first time, yeah. But Ninja Turtles and Mr. Bean. I can remember watching it for the first time because it was HBO. We weren't supposed to have HBO, but we got it for free. And it wasn't like a free weekend. Like the guy just gave it to us. Oh, so you got it for free. Wink. (laughs) No, like the cable guy set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like my aunt was babysitting us. And she was there because obviously we needed a babysitter and my mom had to work. Yeah. So she didn't want to wait for the cable guy. And at this point, my aunt just kind of like went through life. She's, <laughs> she's my youngest aunt. She's only 13 years older than me. So it was more of a big yeah. sister thing. So she was there. And obviously this guy thought she looked good. And what do you know? For our whole entire time living on Willow Avenue, we had HBO and did not pay a dime. That's what I'm talking about. Good so HBO. I got to watch the Buster Douglas fight as a kid. Are you between <laughs> Mike Tyson? And there you go. Mr. Bean. Yeah. So. My my first discovery of Rowan Atkinson slash Mr. Bean was, and you can actually found, I was watching it before we started recording today, and it still holds up. It's still incredibly funny, is he did this one-man show. Oh, yes. Well, it wasn't really a one-man show because his buddy would help, but he was the main one. And it was a stage show 
uh, think uh, it was like comedy skits, I guess would be the best way to put it. And uh, this was shown on Comedy Central. And I was big in the Comedy Central when I was like uh, late teen, early 20s, because uh, that's when it, they would show a lot of stand up during that time. And one of the specials was this Mr. Bean Live. It was called Rowan Atkinson Live. And that was my first experience of that because there's a lot of Mr. Bean here in this in this live show. But I encourage you to look this up. It's the full things on YouTube. It's really, really funny. Funny. It's called Rowan Atkinson Live. Uh famously the first sketch is where he's playing Satan and he's welcoming everybody to hell. It's really, really funny. But uh that led me down this this road of what other stuff does this guy do? And of course, the first thing I find is Mr. Bean. And I immediately was like, this is one of the greatest things I have ever seen this Mr. Bean. And which is wild because in the aspect of it, there's not a lot of Mr. Bean. Uh, the show itself, there's not very many episodes. No. Uh, I think there's like 13 or something like that tops. Yeah. There's two movies and uh, he's appeared in the, do you see the Eminem commercial? There's an Eminem commercial with him. No. Yeah, there's an Eminem Mr. Bean commercial. Uh, this is back when the the M&Ms were they had their characters. Of course, they don't do that anymore. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's a pretty great one. Uh, he becomes this beloved character, and uh, we're going to get into the creation and everything in Mr. Bean. But I'm with you, Andrew. This is one of my all time just favorite things, and because of the way the comedy is, it's going to hold up for a long time. And it's one of my prized Funko Pops. <laughs> it's my Mr. Bean Funko Pop. I'll never sell that thing. I, yeah, it, it's one of those things, simple, beautiful, funny. Everything about Mr. Bean is hilarious from each one of his episodes. Even I didn't realize there was only 13. I, oh, 14. There's 14. Oh, okay. I just watched a couple, but it's just great, simple, physical comedy that you literally have to watch. And if you're not watching it, you lose the whole joke in a way. Yeah. And it's it's a masterclass in not only physical comedy, but like uh, Jim Varney would be another one I'm going to throw in here. Yeah. But facial physical comedy as well. Like the way he's able to kind of just do over the top expressions with his facial uh, movements and stuff that he can do with his face. Like he could legit wiggle his ears. He could legit do that. Like it just adds to the comedy here. And it's all ages comedy. All ages. You can watch this and just laugh your butt off. It is just the best that I've ever seen. Oh, it just started airing on HBO in 1992. Yeah, that was about the time. But it's, I, there's just so many fun sketches and everything else. And the way that he does it and the character of Mr. Bean, this adult man child that seems very selfish about things in every aspect of his yeah. life. Like when he goes to park at the one point there's, and there's a running gag in every episode when he drops yes. that he knocks over that three wheeled car. Yes. There's a three wheeled car. It's a very famous British car has three <laughs> wheels, but I would also argue the Mr. Bean car is also Equally as even more, it's a for me, it's an iconic vehicle. <laughs> what is, 1977 British Leland Mini 1000 Mark IV. That's yeah. So, before we get into Mr. Bean, I think we should bring up Rowan Atkinson himself, the Mr. Bean. He is what is wild is if you only know him for Mr. Bean, you wouldn't know the, the, oh, he's done the fact that things. he is 
incredibly smart. Uh, he went to Oxford. That was the school he went to. And that's actually where he created Mr. Bean was at Oxford. Uh, and he's he loves comedy. He always loved comedy. And um, the, his early, his influences for Mr. Bean is um, there's this, with a lot of physical comedy actors, there's this French actor, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Jacques uh, Tati or something like that. I saw some of his physical comedy. You can see a lot of influence there. That... Uh, also, obviously, um, uh, the Pink Panther movies with uh, oh, what's that? Uh, what's that guy? Peter name? Sellers. Peter Sellers. Yes, uh, you can tell these are high, uh, really well done physical com- uh, comedy movies. That's funny because I didn't realize that until there's he actually has a Pink Par- Pink Panther figure in his very first episode. He does, yes. He pulls it out. With, the legs between, with its tail between yeah. his legs. So it looks like a, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. And when he was talking about this too as well, is that everything's shot wide. If you ever notice, Mr. Bean's never really close up because he learned from these people that comedy is shot wide. Comedy is funny far away. When you get close up, that's when the drama comes in and not, yes. so, much, not so much comedy. And also, I didn't realize this as well, is learning from that uh french comedian french actor is he said that comedy also begins with the lake and if you watch a lot of guys that's where stuff start they get a little yeah wobbly, you know that the way that they walk well you need them for you need them for stand-up comedy <laughs> yeah <laughs> the way that but just the way that they walk like everybody's got their own little way like yeah like Ernest kind of has like when he walks, he's got a very his, the his facial expression looks determined, but his walk also looks very determined at yes. spots. So I think that's what made I didn't realize it what made Mister Bean so great as well is just the wobbliness and the facial well, expression. Yeah, you can tell that that Rowan Atkinson is really studied. He loves comedy. Really studies oh. it. You can definitely tell it. And one of the stories that i really liked was when he was really starting to he develops his character with one of his buddies that he went to oxford with and that's the other guy you've seen a lot of his sketches uh is is that's it's kind of his partner in crime here and he would the first real show that he did he wanted to do it to see if it would go across all audiences because if you watch mr bean you know there's very little dialogue in it especially from mr bean himself he doesn't talk very much it's way more of the physical stuff that he's doing and he did the first, he did a show in front of a, uh, I think in, in front of a, a group of French people, just people who didn't speak English. And he got all kinds of laughs. And he's like, oh, the, I, this works. And that's why Mr. Bean's been shown in like over 200 plus countries, because it's, first of all, it's mostly harmless. And second of all, and second of all, it's physical comedy that anybody can get. And it doesn't matter what language you speak. And, it, and it's, and it's like you said, it's funny, safe, physical comedy as well. And then they also, he was also almost named Mr. White. Cause they, they went through a couple of different names. Yeah. But they have a name for this, for this character that didn't talk really or do anything yeah. too much. Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean just feels like the perfect name. It, it so. really does. It's the name is Bean. <laughs> that was probably the greatest. That's not too bad. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the greatest thing. And the sad thing is, is, my friend and I, we used to quote him. <laughs> My friend's favorite line that Mr. Bean ever said was uh, the one episode where his girlfriend, that's another great kind of iconic character in there too, is that he has this girlfriend that he just, yeah. once again, he's a selfish guy, but she buys him. It's the Christmas one. And she buys him like the model <laughs> ship and he opens yes. the box 
And my friend to this day, I can still hear him say it. He goes, I love it when he opens up the box and he goes, look at all the bits and pieces. Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's a classic one where it comes into physical comedy. It just yeah. misinterpreting things in comedy as well. Because in that one, his girlfriend sees this poster. Yes. <laughs> I've given, given this girl a ring. Yes. She's looking so, at it. so it's obviously she's making a big hit. Hey, I would love this ring. Yes. So but what that does, is not how Mr. Bean interprets things. No. So what does he do? He buys her the poster. <laughs> and yes. doesn't understand why she's upset. Yeah, he thought he was doing a great thing. Yeah. But I also love I, I, I can't remember if it's also the Christmas one where he's having no it's the New Year's one where he's having friends over for a New Year's Eve party and it's just like gonna be three people. <laughs> tops. But like he runs out, but he didn't get he didn't prepare for it whatsoever and he doesn't have enough uh snacks so he just pulls in a tree branch and cuts all pieces of a tree branch to make it look like it's little uh, uh pretzel sticks <laughs> that's it but that's the stuff that he does like yeah, even the very first, the very first one just sets you up, sets it up perfectly. He's going in for the some math exam, and he's this is he talks a little bit more in this one. And the guy's telling him, you know, he. But I also notice everything's very quick. It's not a yes. very long sentence. And the guy's talking yeah. to him. He's like, "Oh, I concentrated on calculus," and he goes, "I think they concentrated on calculus last year. I concentrated on trigonometry." And then so he goes through the test. He pulls out the sheet and realizes it's calculus. So throughout the half of this thing, he's, he's trying to copy off of this yeah. guy. He's and trying I, to figure out how to cheat. Yeah. And I think the best one is when the guy flips over his paper. <laughs> he would blow on it. And yeah. He puts his head onto the table. <laughs> and it's so, you got to watch it. I know they're all on like Pluto TV and they're on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But you, it's one of those things where we can talk about it, but you got to see it sounds cool, but you got to, unless you're picturing it in your head and you've seen it, it's going to be a little off. And he's just like got his head like he's sleeping and he's blowing up the paper. One of my, one of my absolute favorite ones is when he goes to the beach. Oh, yes. And he gets down to the beach and he thinks he's all by himself. So he's getting ready to change into his beach clothes. But then he looks and there's this person, there's this guy there. And he goes, oh, man. So he's trying to stay out of that guy's eyesight and still change without getting completely naked to do so. And it's just really, really funny. And once he, and he goes through all this trouble, and when he finally does it, the guy gets up, and you can tell that that guy's blind. <laughs> he walks <Yeah>. up. <laughs> he puts it on over his pants and everything. Yeah, it's really funny. It's very, very funny. The first uh, but that's, one... that's the love of Mr. Bean, though. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just so incredible that uh, it... I would credit Ernest movies and Mr. Bean as the two things that really formed my initial love of not only physical comedy, but comedy itself. Yeah. And just watching it. Uh, the, the birthday one's the best where he writes himself his own card. Yeah. Or when he, surprise. or when he goes, where he goes furniture shopping for a chair, despite the fact that he drives an incredibly small car <laughs> and he still buys a giant chair. And it's, you've probably seen the picture of how he gets, gets that thing home. It's incredible. But just it's the one weird. where he goes, he gets the American express card and he goes shopping. Yeah. How he does that. Like the whole <laughs> trying on the towel. He preps it and then he accidentally drops it and he covers himself up. But then he gets his hand stuck in the guy's back pocket because it's the old classic yes. yeah. swapping of the credit card type deal. Yeah. He yes. tries to swap back and he's, he gets his hand stuck and he, he literally has to go to the bathroom with the guy. The guy doesn't <laughs> realize he's back there until he hands him a roll of toilet paper. 
Just <laughs> the how he goes shopping. He tries the toothbrush and then grabs a new one off the shelf. He has a fish in his pocket. <laughs> the frying pan. There's just so many great things. There's one where he tries to play mini golf and it goes terrible for him. Did you? Uh, but he always plays it, man. He's always gonna play that ball. He don't care where it goes. <laughs> Did you enjoy the Bean movie? I liked both of them. There's two of them. Uh, I've enjoyed him. I've, I mean, because of these movies, anything that I can watch that he's in, I'll watch. Uh, he was also in Rat Race. He's in that movie oh, Rat Race. In Rat. And he, and he's incredible in it. He's basically played Mr. Bean in in the Rat Race. Uh, oh, he played it, in uh, the second Hot Shots. Remember, he couldn't. Yes, he couldn't go anywhere because his shoes were tied. You mean part two? <laughs> yeah, part two. Couldn't go anywhere. But they tied my shoes together. That was that's a movie I really want to cover, by the way, is Hot Shots Part D. <laughs> I think that's one of the sequels that are better than the original. I agree completely. That's why I want to do it. But yeah, uh, what was another thing he was in that I really liked? Um, oh, he was obviously in... Black Adder was really great. Yeah. Uh, but there's something Witches? else he was in uh, later on. I can't remember what it was. That oh, I liked. oh, he was the hotel owner in Witches. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Zazu in Lion King. Oh, that's right. I was yes. Looking. Yes, he was Zazu. Oh, he was yes. Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, he was in the Scooby Doo movie. One of those, I can't remember which one. Yeah, the first the, one. I think uh, it's the first one. Yeah, he was the owner that ended up being Scrappy. Scrappy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> He's got a new Netflix one called. It's very good. Man versus B. Yes, I've seen it. It's uh, you can knock it out in a day. Uh, there, it's it's a season of it. There's multiple episodes, but I think it's only like five or six, and each episode is under half an hour. That sounds beautiful. But that's the simple. But it's mainly physical comedy. So, and that's what he's good at. He's good at like spoken comedy, but his physical comedy is. Oh no! no. What's his other movies? Uh, Johnny Danger? No. Oh, Johnny English. Johnny English. I love those movies. He's done a couple of those. Those are really good and fun too. Will be in the upcoming Wonka movie as well. I still don't know who this Timothy Charlemagne character. Oh, Oh, he's been in. I know him from uh, that. That newest Dune movie. That's the only thing I know him from. I see him in commercials, and I'm like, who is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) how I feel anytime anybody today's trending on Twitter. Like, I don't know who this is. (laughs) That's all. Man, I love Saturday Night Live, and I still watch it. But, like, they'll have, like, musical guests. I'm like, I I don't know who this is. (laughs) You know who else we're forgetting about, Mr. Bean? That's a very crucial part. It's Teddy. Yes. His beloved teddy bear. Yeah. This is a grown adult man. And he, like, this teddy bear is his heart and soul. <laughs> I, oh, the other one I remember, too, is when he goes to that uh, that hotel and he gets locked out naked. Do you oh, remember yeah. that one? <laughs> he does a lot of that. Like, the yeah. like the swimming one. Yes. yes. The kids push him off the high dive. <laughs> I think the best part about the swimming one is I didn't realize because I always remember... You, you kind of always remember the big laugh until you go back and you watch it again. Yeah. It's when he first gets into the pool area. He sees these elephant slides that these kids are going down. So he's like, ooh, I'm going to go on. Yes. <laughs> the guy blows the whistle and as he's going down, he's like trying to stop himself to go down this little tiny elephant slide. Because he, <laughs> yeah, he wants to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, just so many great stuff oh. with mr bean but yeah he's uh rowan atkinson's had a great career and uh mr bean uh, he owes a lot of it and he knows to mr bean oh. and how big mr bean i don't think we're even doing enough justice for how huge mr bean got at one point i mean he spawned his own cartoon yeah 
Uh, he, uh, again, like I said, would do commercials and stuff. I would almost put him in the, the best thing I could, like you said, Jim Varney. Yeah. But also very much, I, I'm a big Pee Wee Herman fan. I don't care what Paul Rubens did. That's different. But almost in that Pee Wee Herman man yes. child, not Pee Wee Herman was more spoken. Ernest was a little bit more spoken. But in that, but a man child, man child yeah. thing. Yeah. Ernest was more kind hearted. Pee Wee was more kind hearted. The the well, later, I would I would say, say Mr. Bean. It's not that he's mean. He's, he's just more self involved with himself, misguided and self. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think he's mean. Because a lot of times he does he does mean well. Like that one we talked about with his girlfriend. He felt <laughs> in his mind he was like she's gonna love this. <laughs> That's probably the, <laughs> the best ones. Is just with that whole thing. Or the movie theater. That's another great one of him being selfish, where he has this big tub of popcorn, and she has the little tub, and he's eating out of hers. And this <laughs> is what, like I said, everything's short and sweet, and it makes it so much funny when he actually does speak. And she reaches in, and he slaps her hand, and he's like, no, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's trying to scare her throughout the whole entire thing, like in the beginning, yeah. because they're going to see a horror movie. He's like, I'm not scared of anything. And he's like, like making, like he cut off his hand, and everything else and then all of a sudden the horror movie comes on and he's scared of it more than she is <laughs> he puts his he puts his sweater over his head and makes it look like he has no head because he doesn't want to see it and yeah is there during that whole entire thing well you also this also kind of proves mr bane's a great example of this that you have to be really smart to do incredibly stupid comedy i know how yes. weird that sounds but it's true i mean like i said I still remember the first interview I saw with Rowan Atkinson after really getting used to Mr. Bean, and I was just blown away by just how articulate he is uh, and, and just how not Mr. Bean he is. And the same thing happened to me with Jim Varney. Like, Jim Varney, uh, like, knew Shakespeare. He could quote Shakespeare. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's just it's just wild that these characters are who they are. I mean, there's that still happens today. I hate to tell you guys this, but here's a little secret. Larry the Cable Guy, that's that's not who he is. Yes. <laughs> not who he is now. But that's that's the method to the madness is to yes. develop develop a character that can be beloved by all. Here we go with the rest. I'm going to do another wrestling reference. It's the same thing in wrestling. Develop yeah. a character that is going to, you know, if you're going to become a, a good guy, that's going to be loved by all that everybody can get or relate to or laugh at in some way. And you're going to have a hit every single time. I mean, Mick Foley in, in wrestling, right? Like he yeah. does all that. He brings all the emotions there, but it's, it's, it also sort of saddens me in the fact that there's not a lot of physical comedy today. A lot of that is kind of gone. In fact, that it's so rare now that it stands out when it does happen. Uh, I know you're not the biggest Kevin James fan, and I get it, but I really do like that first Paul Blart movie. I like it's that got, one. It's got a lot of great physical comedy in it. Uh, it's just a, like a lost art form nowadays. It really makes me sad that there's just not near as much. Jim Carrey's good at it, too. Jim Carrey's very good at it, but he's winding down his career, too, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at like where Ranker has people. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's nobody new. But guys that we know, Charlie Chaplin, Lucille Ball oh, yeah. was great with the physical. Oh, comedy. yes, yes, yes. Laurel and Hardy. I love a good yes. Laurel and Hardy. Dick Three Van Stooges. Van yeah, Three Stooges. Stooges on here. Dick Van Dyke. Michael Richards, because of the Kramer character. John Ritter. Yeah, I think probably the last great one we're going to see. Chris Farley's on here. But it's a lot of older people that we watch. Steve Martin. Yeah. 
probably the Steve Martin. Steve Martin I would put on here. Chris Farley right. for sure. I would throw in Jaleel White with Urkel. Honestly, yeah. there's a lot of really good physical comedy there. Uh, it, there's It's just a lost art form it's... in today's world in comedy. And it just makes me so sad because it's, it has such a wild appeal. And if it's done right, it can be some of the funniest stuff you'll see. I'm looking at it, and there's a lot of people. Johnny Knoxville, not so much. That's more... That's a different thing. That's, that's sort the... of... Like, the jackass stuff is way more trying to gross you out top humor in uh, my opinion i don't i've seen it and some of it is funny but i'm not like i can't stand watching people vomit it really messes me up yeah. <laughs> okay here's a guy that i would actually say like man chris collinsworth line there shit uh, <laughs> uh this comedian i could see it and they got him on this list is sebastian i can't even say his name italian last name Mana, managasco does the doorbell thing he is very very animated I don't know who this is. I bet I have to see a picture. You've never of him. seen him? I don't know. This name is not ringing any bells because or doorbells. Uh, <laughs> he does the doorbell routine that twenty years ago we never. If if the doorbell rang, we were like, "Hey, let's go run and see who it is." Now it's like, "Who's at my house? Like, yeah. why is somebody here?" It's great. He's very, very, very funny. But you have to send me a send me a picture of him so I'll know yeah. who you're talking about. I uh, bet I've Will, seen him. See Will Ferrell even too. I'm not like he's not bad. Melissa he doesn't, but his comedy is it's not just physical comedy. It's it's there is some physicality there, but like it's definitely not his main thing at all. Yeah, like Jim Carrey doing the mask and Ace Ventura, you laugh at the most. Yeah. That's a lot of physical. I mean, that's a lot of physical comedy, especially in those uh, early runs of of uh, Jim Carrey's career, for sure. I would have put him in this category one hundred thousand percent. But I don't see too many other people that can just go out on stage and make you laugh just off of sheer just movement, animation, and everything else. Which is just weird because I mean, just physical comedy just it 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 ages well right like it yeah. just i mean look at the home alone the first two home alone movies you know what they're classics and why do people love those movies because the two burglars get their comeuppance in a very over-the-top physical comedic uh, comedic way yeah and what else like we mentioned ace ventura even the, the benny hill even though i wasn't supposed to watch it as a kid but we all know how that is uh <laughs> I don't think I know that guy, by the way. Andrew sent me a picture of that dude. I don't, I don't know. You if don't I know, know who that is? I don't think so. That's that why it look familiar to me. They still show reruns of Three Stooges. Yeah. Yeah. Three Stooges still gets reruns. Yeah. Uh, who was the uh, Abbott and Costello were also great. Yeah. Uh, man, there's just a lot of, lot of these that it's just a lost art form. And I don't understand why. Cause again, like I said, it's uh, when you're doing something, you want it to be able to last. And I mean, that's why Mr. Bean can have a long shelf time it's just because new generations can discover it and it still work for them it, yeah and i think that's what you need a lot of M monty python guys are on here yeah see that makes sense too like that's the other comedy i really got to was the holy grail that's one of my all-time favorite movies that i definitely yeah. want to cover on this show at some point by the way oh, one of the greatest that. endings in all cinema is that movie but <laughs> uh where they just get arrested <laughs> So fatty, great fatty arbuckles on here Penny. yeah yes there's oh i mean dadgum uh we've covered him before who's another guy great physical comedy with his facial expressions uh barney fife himself right yeah don not don knots yeah mel brooks i don't know about uh it's good to be the king <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when i'm at work and 
the younger kids ask the managers why they get to do certain things. And I always yeah. watch, I go watch it. I think it's history of the world or history of the world part two. I think it's history of the world part two. It's called. And I always say, watch that. And I always recite that re- recite that quote because it's good to be, it's good to be the king. My favorite part of that is where he's like, I have here these 15 commandments and he drops one of the tablets, 10, 10 commandments. <laughs> I like the, uh, I like it when the, the caveman walls, when they're drawing, <laughs> yes. the yeah. first critic comes by and the guy just looks at it and then pees on it. But getting back, physical comedy is something we definitely are getting away from, but it is so great. Anybody, I think a lot of people, sometimes we talk about, I think it's harder to make somebody laugh without speaking Yes, than it is speaking. We can I mean, I mean if you think movie. about it too, I mean, we didn't even say Chevy Chase, but I went through yeah. him in here too. He's on uh, uh, But it's just... I kind of think that a lot of it sort of, I wonder if you agree with this or not. I mean, we've had some afterwards, but I think a lot of it sort of died with Chris Farley when yeah. he passed away because he was just, I mean, he was already becoming a name when he died, but he was well known for just throwing his body everywhere to make people laugh. And uh, he was, man, just the career he could have had. That's that's legit one of the celebrities. I was such a big Chris Farley fan that I legit cried when that happened. Yeah. Uh, it was just so sad to me. But uh, I it sort of seems to me that after he passed away, that a lot of this physical comedy stuff sort of kind of went with him in a way. Uh, it's just not near as much today, for sure, as there used to be. Because I, I would argue, again, the 90s had it. Farley, uh, you know, Jim Carrey. The 80s were Chevy Chase. You got John Belushi. Yeah. Yeah, all those Martin Short. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Physical. I mean, that's a great movie that I never hear too many people talk about is The Three Amigos. Cause you I got love The Three Chevy Amigos. Yes. Chevy Chase. Uh, Martin Let's cover Short. that one day, too. Like, write all these movies down. We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I want an excuse to watch that movie again. Oh, I love yeah. Three Amigos. I haven't seen it in a long time. I would love to watch it again. But yeah, just physical comedy in itself uh, is a dying art form, and it just really makes me sad. But I don't think it's really, truly dying. It's just that nobody's kind of really came along and sort of taken the reins of it and really ran with it and caught mainstream because of it. Might be a little bit harder to do than... It is. It is, and honestly. Yeah. Uh, and maybe when I was bombs and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. I'm not against cussing, obviously, but it does feel like today that a lot of your comedies think that that's what makes something funny is if you just cuss a lot. Yeah, but you got to make it the. I like what Mick Foley said. Again, we always bring it back to wrestling, but yeah. I like what Mick Foley says about cussing when it comes to dropping F bombs and stuff, especially. The less you drop, the more they mean. That is true. Yeah. So. That is- Hundred percent true. That uh, yeah. Speaking of dropping, uh, what? That's one of the things that when I was younger, again in my twenties, when I was trying to figure out, I'm acting like I'm a big time comedian, but uh, when I was trying to figure out my voice, quote unquote, when it comes to comedy, I did a lot of physical comedy in front of my, just in front of my friends to make them laugh. Like uh, I would always do this thing when we go to movies in a big group. You know, you got to go across the aisle to get to your seat. I would always always fall on purpose all the time and i mean hard fall and uh i pay i pay for that now with the way my body does not like to move anymore that's the thing i was going to say to end this with rowan atkinson himself has sadly said that the mr bean character is obviously slowly going to go away because he's just he's getting older and he just can't do this stuff anymore (laughs) yeah there's a lot of him falling or doing do the crazy things like in the swimming one when he's on the high dive and he just kind of like balls himself up and then just lets his body kind of just 
yeah. ball to the side or all oh, the church one is the best. Okay, I do love that. If you haven't seen again, if you haven't seen Roland Atkinson live, I really encourage you. I'm going to finish watching it after this. I really encourage everyone to look it up on YouTube. It's well worth an hour of your time to see. Oh yeah. Anything Roland Atkins, Mr. Bean, anything. And I don't think the reason one of the reasons why I asked about the movie, I don't think the movies do enough justice as the tv show does definitely watch the tv show first if this is your introduction to mr bean watch the tv show first because it's also broken down really well like you can actually watch it in segments and be just fine uh so highly recommend those first to get the essence of mr bean the movies are a good complement to it but they are not the main course for sure no but it is really funny where he tries to fix that painting. <laughs> that is that is, good. that is good. And it's funny. He talks about a Mr. Bean holiday with the bike ride. Yes. Yeah. He said they shot that so much that he was just tired at the end. <laughs> to go take a nap because of how he passes yeah. them. And then I would throw in watch Rat Race because he's fantastic yeah. in it. Rat Race. Well, yeah. But he is absolutely amazing in every yes. aspect that he does. Yeah, perhaps we can make him into a handsome throw rug. <laughs> yes. As he says on Lion King. <laughs> but also, Johnny, so if you like Mr. Bean and then you also like us as well, you could always go support us on Patreon for only a dollar a month and get exclusive content on there as well. What kind of content is it besides exclusive, obviously? It's a great audio skit. Oh, man. As we just got done talking about how great physical comedy is. Me and Johnny do not live very close together, so we cannot do physical comedy skits. I would argue we have the most physical of the audio comedy, though. I would have to say, I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> You'll never get a better audio version of physical comedy than these skits. I promise you. Johnny does a great job of narrating <laughs> what things are going. <laughs> and I make my own sound effects. Yes. <laughs> so don't you worry. <laughs> But they are great. They are great. We've heard nothing but great things from our from our Patreon skits. And if you want to hear them, because they're only exclusive to Patreon, go to Patreon, Nostalgia Funhouse, the Nostalgia Funhouse, and become a Patreon supporter. How much does it cost, Andrew? I bet it's a lot. Well, it was $20, but I can give it to you for the rest of the time being for a low, low price of $1 a month. Wow, just $1? That's like a $19 savings a month. That is correct. And it is only $1. No ship. I'm going to even cover the shipping and handling for you. Whoa. That's that's just how nice of a guy I am. You're insane. <laughs> I had to go. I'm a big fan of infomercials. That's a great show idea that we need to do. Oh, yeah, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Our shows are just us getting ideas for other shows. <laughs> And that is not a problem. I kind of like it. Yeah, we'll do infomercials at some point. Uh, we're we just recorded uh, some really fun uh, skits about uh, what were those things called where you oh, get a job somewhere? Training uh, videos. Training videos. So make sure you check those out. Uh, for just a dollar, you get all kinds. Of, if you join now for just a dollar, you get a lot of exclusive content that's already on there. Yes, a lot. And we need to be able to afford the Ghost of Mister Chicken. That's our goal. So we can see the physical comedy. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of good physical comedy there, and I would love to see it again because I can't currently do to cost. And also, I would love to make money from this. Uh, and uh, until we make enough, I don't feel comfortable asking Andrew for my split. <laughs> I taking any <laughs> yeah, we're gonna let it build up. Yeah, we'll hit ten bucks soon, and we'll be very happy about it. 
<laughs> but also, if you want to support us too, check out our Facebook page. Uh, great content there as well. And also our YouTube channel as well with Let's Plays and uh, plan on doing a couple of review videos, maybe. Yes. And we're going to be doing some uh, live streams on our yes. Facebook, which we put on our YouTube as well. That's going to be starting soon. Uh, I think maybe in the next couple of weeks even. So just stay tuned for that. Uh, we really do appreciate all the support we've already gotten. You guys and gals and people are just incredible. And it really means a lot to Andrew and I. Yes. That people actually listen to us that is probably the greatest feeling of them all yeah but i guess with that being said johnny good morning good afternoon and good night and a big shout out to pizza hut for sponsoring this video (laughs) 